0: Boy, do we have a lot to talk about this week on Just Another Sports Podcast. Orioles hire a new GM. Yeah, Josh is pretty excited about that. Le'Veon Bell decides to sit out the season.
1: That's probably the smart move.
0: Who's going to make the NBA Finals? Our our our, our weekly That's discussion. So the Bucks. The, the Bucks. Uh, they're looking good. They beat the beat the Warriors uh, in in the last week. The Warriors mm-hmm. are could be imploding. The Warriors uh, are imploding, uh, with Draymond Green and Kevin Durant. Yes. So, yes. Welcome in everyone. Greg Swatek, uh, Colin McGuire here with you. Josh is uh, being delayed a little bit. He is off today, so he's gonna he's gonna phone in. Um, he's gonna he's kicking his feet up at, at home, waiting for his son to get home from school, and he's gonna phone in to join the discussion. But 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 Colin, I wanted to start with this with this Le'Veon Bell situation and, and just your take on it. I mean, we've never we've never seen a player before decide to. <laughs> sit out a the season basically over a contractual contractual uh dispute easy for me to say uh, where do you come out on on the Le'Veon bell situation
1: i don't know i i think he uh i think he made the right move uh they i guess this means that he's not going to get paid at all this year and that's pretty much it they can't can they franchise him next year I think they could, but they're not going to. Okay. Obviously, so so, and and then of course there's this story about Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, the, the,
0: he sent a text sent message a text that, went, text that went unanswered. That went so unanswered. you you would not answer Ben Roethlisberger's text. I you, most definitely would not, you, even if you weren't in a contract uh, dispute. So
1: I think you know that's the way to go. I'm I'm interested to see how this plays out. I think he knew, you know, James Conner hasn't played poorly. Is he? He's got to be in the top what, five, ten rushing rush leaders in the league? He's up there, yeah. He's, he's, had, he's had a good season for him. So, really, it's kind of a lose-lose situation. If, if he doesn't care about the money, if Le'Veon Bell doesn't care about the money and it doesn't seem like he does, then I think it's kind of a lose-lose situation. He already fractured the locker room.
0: You said he made the right move, and, and you and I, I think, are going to disagree on this. So, wh- wh- why, do you, why do you
1: think he made the right move? I think he knew... That, I mean, I don't think that this was planned... I don't think that he knew in week one that he would sit out the entire season. Okay. But now that it has gotten to the point where it's gotten and they also see that they have an adequate running back who I think is in concussion protocol now.
0: He was supposed to practice today. Okay. Uh, so he's coming out of protocol Connor.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, he didn't, he didn't know that it would get this far. It has, yeah um, and I think, why not just take the rest of the year off? It's week 11. We're going into week 11. Uh, correct. So that means we would have six more weeks of winter, and uh, maybe they go to the playoffs and he helps them win a Super Bowl, but maybe that doesn't happen and he just devalues his stock. You know, Right now, the only memories people have of him on the football field are pretty good, but if he comes back and he's replaced or outplayed by a relative unknown – it might end up hurting his value on the open market. That, and that's,
0: that's where I think he's made a misstep here. He, he's a running back in today's NFL. Uh, the, the position has been devalued greatly. Yes, that's true. All, all, all he had to do was sign his franchise tender, and he would have been the highest paid running back in the league.
1: Yeah, so he said that he was being overused, though.
0: Right. Well, I mean, but he so so he wants more money, but to work less is is, is what he's saying, right? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. He, okay. So he, he didn't he,
1: get more money.
0: No. He not <laughs> not yet.
1: But, and no security.
0: Right. Well, but but the thing is, he's a running back in today's NFL, and, he, and, and the position's devalued. Teams just aren't gonna, going as good as he is, and there's no dispute about his ability. No one's questioning his ability. Like teams just aren't going to pay running backs $20 million a year that they're not.
1: Yeah. I don't know why they didn't trade him. (laughs) I don't know why Pittsburgh didn't trade him because now at this point, they're going to lose him for nothing. They're going to lose him for nothing. And if this was always going to be the outcome, they should have been smarter about this. They really, really should have. I don't think anybody really looks good coming out of it. Right, because
0: because now you're a running back that hasn't played for a season. Yeah. So 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 now so, so like what team is what what team is going to really pony up for Le'Veon? There will be a team that that, that pays oh, yeah. him, but 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 how much more will he get though than than? I mean, you could ask for the world, but that doesn't mean you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get it from well, I'd, anyone.
1: I'd be interested to know if this. Uh, if this will give him a sort of reputation around the league, he's going to have his side of the story. It's like Jimmy Butler when he magically, Rachel Nichols showed up at a Minnesota Timberwolves practice at the beginning of the season and magically he sat down for his first interview after that first You're practice. You're saying that was pure coincidence. Was just and he magically uh, also started yelling and berating teammates and all the, and the owner and the coach throughout the practice too. I, somebody's going to get a sit down with Le'Veon Bell, and I want to see what he has to say. He's going to justify it in some way, and will it be well thought out? And will it change your mind, Greg? I just don't know how much more he's going to get than 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 what the Steelers were willing to pay him. Yeah, I, but he could be well reasoned. Once you hear his argument, once he sits down and he talks, will you possibly come to his side of the aisle?
0: I, I just I just don't think sitting out the season is is is, is a good move. So um, I, I I just think he he doesn't have a great perspective of who he is in today's NFL. Yes, he's he he can catch passes. But, but he's a running back in today's NFL. That's the point I keep coming back to. And just the position is not as valuable.
1: Yeah, so. it'll come back around. The The league works in circles. And and there will be a time uh, probably, I think at some point, I was going to say sooner rather than later, but probably not, there will be a time when running backs dominate the league again. Maybe not while he's in his prime, but right. he will be valuable at some point, I think.
0: So if, so if you're signing Le'Veon Bell, if you're a team... You're signing a sort of um, your curial running back that's willing to sit out an entire season. It hasn't played football in more than a year now. Uh, I mean, again, it's it's hard to say a team won't pay him just because, like you said, the last time we saw him, the guy was one of the best running backs in the yeah. league. Yeah. So so he does have that going for him. I mean, I, I, I can see that that's a really good point that, that you make there. But But still, it's like... How much more will 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 he get than than the fifteen million dollars he would have gotten uh, per year if if he would have just signed his tender with the Steelers?
1: Well do you think the Todd Gurley stuff uh, played a played a role in this? His contract was it Todd Gurley that got the big contract in the offseason? He he did yes he did. So this put do you think that that played a role in this? Yeah, I
0: mean he's 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 looking at Gurley saying, "Hey man, I've I've been in the league longer than him. I've yeah. I've done everything that he's doing. So I'm I'm sure it does." Like you, you made a really good point. We don't know his side of the story yet. We, 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 I mean, he hasn't said that much about why he's doing what he's doing. So, here's a question to you: How do you feel about the franchise tag in in general? Because a lot of people don't don't like it.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I really like it. I, I don't. I don't understand the point. You know, we've we've kind of seen this emerge in the last what five years is like storylines going into NFL seasons. Where at least I'm the most familiar with it because of everything that happened with Kirk Cousins and what three straight years the Washington Redskins franchised him I don't understand it why does this rule in place do we, do we know what, what happened to put this rule into place
0: uh, yeah well here Mike, 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 Mike Florio writes on Pro Football Talk and he just judging by the tone of his writing <laughs> he, he doesn't like the franchise tag it's not an honor as some have tried to describe it in the past it's an artificial restriction applied to a player who, other, who otherwise would be able to shop his services to the highest bidder on, on, on the mm-hmm. open market so, yeah. so, so the point is, if you want Le'Veon Bell, you have to pay him his value. Yeah, and and the f- the way the franchise tag works, you you're paid the you're paid the average of the top five players at I- your position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not like the, the if you franchise tag someone, it's not like you're paying them pennies. I mean, you're 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 still paying them. Salary, yeah, that, that's commensurate to the rest of the running backs in the NFL. What Le'Veon Bell is essentially saying is, "I'm the best running back in the league. It's not close. I I, I deserve way more than, than anyone else." <laughs> yeah,
1: well, but I mean, the, the question though is about the franchise tag, and the franchise tag to me takes away a player's right to choose what the player wants to do. Now, I understand they can be compensated pretty well for that, right? But at the same time, I I don't understand why. That's even a thing. I I, 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 I I don't. I don't see how that's even legal, for God's sake.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it it it's it was put in place to protect teams from just losing players. Yeah, and 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 teams like smaller market teams from just losing everyone to to the to to the bigger. Yeah. To the teams in the bigger cities, that could just pay anyone whatever they want. that have different financial advantages, geographical advantages. Mm-hmm. Like, w- w- if you're a football player, do you want to play in Cleveland or do you want to play in L.A.? I mean, yeah. it, it, so, so it provides perfect protections for teams for just... It, I mean, sport, it, sports is a dicey thing because there's so much emotion and there's so much civic pride wrapped up in, 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 in these sports teams. Yeah. And, and if players were, were free just to choose wherever they wanted to go, they might only pick, they might all pick the same, <laughs> the same yeah, place but, to go.
1: Yeah, but they don't fully dictate where they go. Teams actually have to want them. Right. Uh, but,
0: think, right. But, it 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 it's it's it, 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 i think it was put into place is a protection for like these just all star teams like all the top players going going to the yeah. same to to the same team yeah and then that would completely
1: wreck the competitive balance of 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 the league but players so. are still gonna find ways to get what they want like at the end of the day they probably hold all the leverage yeah <laughs> They really, really do. There's a market for good players because people want to win. And if you're a good player, and we just learned this and saw this with Le'Veon Bell, if you're a good player, you can dictate what happens. You can sit out an entire season to prove a point. You already have millions, and you're going to get millions on the other side of this one way or another.
0: Well, the other thing is, like, what is Le'Veon Bell giving to your team that James Conner isn't giving to to your team? So Le'Veon Bell, hey, pay me $20 million a year. Well, we're paying James Conner a rookie contract. Yeah three million dollars a year or whatever they're paying james Conner. I, I don't know so that's, that's that's the other that's that's again why i don't think lambian bell necessarily made the smartest move here is just because what what is he providing that, that james Conner isn't or like it, and is he that much better than, than than
1: everyone else i don't think he is and now we're gonna see it look at what happened with colin kaepernick when he uh when he was out of the league for a few years now even if the league if people in the league are willing to hire him, the argument has turned less. It's turned from, we don't want to deal with his political positions and his protesting. And instead the argument has turned to, he hasn't played in the league in three years. We can't give him a job. Well, the same thing happened with Le'Veon Bell. Does he think that he's still going to get, uh, the contract he feels he deserves? And
0: that's my point. Like, that's the mistake where I think he's making, um, and sitting out the season, his teams are going to look at him differently. Like, yeah, you're a great running back, but dude, you haven't played football in more than a year. Yeah, too. So he's going to have to prove it, himself. it. It's a fascinating study just because of all these dynamics at work. We don't know how it's going to play out yet. Obviously, so Le'Veon Bell could like it, look like a genius uh, by Maybe. the end. Of the, he could get his money and, and resume his career where he wants to play, and, and yeah. this might all work out for him. But at the other time it's like, why did you do this to your career? It, yeah. It's sort of an unflicted uh, or, or an unforced error, or a self-inflicted mistake, just because you would have been the highest-paid guy in the league um, uh, had you just signed his tender with the Steelers. Uh, Josh Smith is
1: uh, ready to join us now. Uh,
0: should we take a quick break, or should we should, should we try just dialing him up here? Oh, I
1: don't know. We should probably take a break because we, we don't probably know what should. How we're doing? Yeah,
0: we, we uh, that would probably be the smarter move. So we'll be right back here in a second on the final score with Josh Smith. Welcome back. Just another sports podcast. Uh, as promised, Josh Smith is here with us. And, and, and Josh, uh, Colin and I were just discussing the Le'Veon Bell situation. We, we, we sort of come out a little bit differently on it. I, I don't think it was a wise move on Le'Veon's part, but Colin uh, thinks he, he he made the right move. Where, where do you come out on out on this.
1: Wow,
2: well, this might be an unprecedented. I I think I agree with you, Greg, over Colin. Oh, normally never happens.
1: Yeah, yeah let's, let's gang up on Colin here. I'm going to walk out.
2: <laughs> well, that time is fast approaching, I think. You are going to walk out here
1: eventually.
0: <laughs> yes. But,
2: no, I, I think uh, I don't know. I can't It's hard for me as a, as a as someone who doesn't make very much money to <laughs> wrap my brain around the fact that this guy um, decided to uh, sit out the season and not accept fourteen and a half million dollars to, to play, you know, uh, the, the game that's made him famous and 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 the and the game that he has the ability, um, such great ability in, um and the and that's why he that's why he's able to make all this money because he's so great at football. He, so he didn't want to play this year. I'm just not sure what that says about him. Um, in the eyes, uh, what it'll say about him in the eyes of some of these teams. Who are considering signing him next year? Um, For one, he's he's also what he's uh, he's losing a year, so he's going to be a year older now. Granted, he didn't take any abuse to his body this year because he sat out the whole year, but we all know what's happening with the age of running backs. I mean, these guys uh, they don't last long, and um, they're essentially disposable and replaceable. So. I'm really just not sure that I would have given up that money this year. Um, I guess he has the idea that he's going to make it all up, you know, eventually, uh, starting next year.
0: Well, Colin, Colin made the good point that the last he's going to get someone will pay him just because the last image we have of Le'Veon Bell is is being an awesome football player, <laughs> and, and and someone yeah. and, and someone's going to take the chance that he'll be an awesome he'll be an awesome football player for their team. So he's going to get paid, but but the, the question is how much more and and, and, the, and the guy would have been the highest paid running back in the league had he just signed his tender with the Steelers right so um and
2: you he, guys think what you will he be the highest paid running back uh, starting next year I
1: don't think so his deal, not, now. His, his,
0: not well not after sitting out a year and I, I think his deal, he'll be one of the highest paid but, but I think his deal will be comparable uh to Todd Ger- the one that Todd Gurley signed in the offseason if, if, okay. if, if it's not a little short so of how that. much was that so.
2: like thirty. 30- 30, million, 30 some million guaranteed or something like
0: that. Right. And and the question I raised too is like what are the Steelers missing without Le'Veon Bell? I mean James Conner's having a great season for them. So 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 what would LeVeon Bell give you that that, that another running back? <laughs> it's not hard to find it's not well, hard, well, it's not hard to find good yeah, running like backs. Um so so what so what is Le'Veon Bell giving you that any one of ten running backs couldn't give your team?
2: Yeah, did you see today that uh apparently the Steelers raided his locker yesterday when he didn't show up?
1: <laughs> no, what did they do?
2: Uh, they just like they just were divvying up all the stuff that was in his locker and like just taking it.
1: Oh, that's funny. Like
2: they're done with they're they're done with him. Obviously. Well, he won't. I re- just I don't get it. I, I don't I don't I don't get it because you know yeah he's gonna get this he's gonna get his contract it's gonna be probably in the neighborhood of forty five million guaranteed so he's gonna get forty five million dollars but he could have had sixty million dollars.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah.
2: So um, I'm just not sure I understand the math
1: there. Um, well, he gains a year hey. back, though. He gains a year of his health. Running backs I, break yeah. down. See, my my point is just sort of this idea that if he played with the emergence of James Conner, if he would have played, it would have done him more harm than good. It would have essentially said, hey, we we're going to show you that we didn't need you, we can sit you down. If he comes out and he has a bad game or two, uh, they just sit him right yeah. down.
2: Okay, I get that, but so it would have done him more harm than good. So you're saying that he he wouldn't next year then get a huge contract?
1: Oh, uh, he might not. I'd, I he might not get the contract he wants or he wanted. Like I <clears throat> like I said, the the last visual we have of him is a great football player. If he came back week 11 or week 10, there's a good chance these last few weeks would not work out that well for him. I think so, at least. So,
2: yeah, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, you got to give him props for sticking to his guns, I, I guess, let's say. Um, I'm not sure what kind of a guy he is. Uh, well, yeah, not I wanna that that really matter, not that, that really matters to us, but I, I wanna see um,
1: his side of the story. I wanna I want somebody to have a sit down interview with him and I wanna hear how he justifies this. I wanna hear that before I judge.
2: I just yeah, I don't I just don't get get the idea that he gave up all that money this year. He could have he could have made all of that money, stayed healthy, and then gotten a huge contract on top of that. I <laughs> I don't know. I'm a simple guy. I guess that's
0: simple math to me. So, whatever. and and I, I guess the point I've been trying to make, um, maybe not so well uh, so far, is that how much more is he going to gain by sitting out this season? I mean, okay, so he's going to be one yeah. of the highest-paid running backs in the league, but how much more than the 15 million is he is he go- going yeah. to get? We all know we all know that running backs a devalued position in the NFL, and, and Le'Veon Bell could want all this stuff, but that doesn't mean the team has to give it to him.
1: Well, maybe he wants his health.
0: Well. That, uh, your health is for when you're, when, when you're done. Okay, so he's you want to play. He's got
1: an extra year of tread on the tires now. Okay, so what he's going to
2: So what does that mean for right. like what? if he signs this? If he signs this contract and it's four years and sixty million, just like Todd Gurley's. Um, what? So what? After the end of that contract, he's not going to get another big contract. He's going to be. They're going to discard him. He's just going to be a w- just another guy
1: after that. Well, he could. He could get another big contract. Maybe this year off no. is totally rejuvenating him.
0: Right. That, I, you're, you're making my point. Like, how much more is he going to gain? What is that extra year of health really going to do for him in 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 in, in, in the big picture? Well, we don't know yet. <laughs> right.
2: Right. Look at what. Uh, like, look at Adrian Peterson. His last couple of years, like those contracts he's been on are are, are very uh, average. I mean, yeah, he's making a couple of million dollars, but. Um, you know, it ain't big. It ain't another big contract.
0: Like, like, how much more is my point? Is how much more is Le'Veon Bell going to net by making this stand <laughs> in, in in the grand in the grand scheme of things? Yes, another year of health, but what he'll ache a little less on
1: Monday. Well, th- but th- you you guys are working under the assumption that like the biggest factor here is money to him, and maybe it's not. Yeah, that's true. Like you, like you, you're saying. Like, you guys, you know, you keep saying, well, maybe he's hurting himself in the pocketbook. Well, maybe he is, but maybe he doesn't care about that. And maybe the whole like, the whole idea of getting a Todd Gurley contract has nothing to do with the actual money. It's just all about respect.
2: Uh, I guess there's some idea that, uh, of that, but wouldn't you think he'd want to play on a team like the Steelers that are clearly one of the top five teams in the NFL and are clearly a threat to win the Super Bowl this year. Why wouldn't you want to come back and play for that team and maybe I don't know, win the Super Bowl and, yeah. and enhance your uh, your standing even more by being uh the best running back on a championship football team.
0: Yeah, if you want your health, how, here's an idea. How about not don't play professional tackle football <laughs> if, if, if you want your health. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would question the guy's desire. Like, how much, how badly does he want to play exactly. if, if if he's willing to sit out a, a whole season, like, like and
2: especially if he's willing to sit out a season with a team that is stacked and ready to win the championship.
1: Right. Exactly. So
2: next year, but next, but next year he's going to come back full of fire to play for the Jets, Colin.
1: Yeah, and he's going to be the difference maker. He's going to be a strong one-two punch. Sam Darnold, Le'Veon Bell. They go ten and six. They get into the playoffs. Who's the,
2: who's the wide receiver that that, uh, that completes their big three or whatever?
1: <laughs> uh, Calvin Johnson comes out of retirement. <laughs> and I like that. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, they beat New England in the AFC Championship, and then in the Super Bowl they beat the Minnesota Vikings sixty four nothing. The Vikings are never making the Super Bowl. Remember that, Colin? That'll,
0: so
2: that'll. Now I just said they'll never
1: win it. Oh, oh okay. So. Uh,
2: so That would that would probably happen.
1: So, uh, Josh, I wanna, before I have to go, I want to get your thoughts on the Baltimore GM. I, I know that you oh, yeah. are very excited about this, about uh, what the Orioles have done.
2: Yeah, have you guys talked about it at all? No, we've no. just
0: talked about Le'Veon Bell so far.
2: All right. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm thrilled with the idea that they've got somebody in particular from the Astros organization, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Right, he he's a guy. He's a young guy, thirty-five, that knows what it's like to build a team from the ground up, which is what the Orioles yeah. are, are, are attempting he, to do.
2: Exactly. He was there when the Astros built that team, that's the current team that they have, uh, the core players that they drafted, everything that they, that they've done in terms of their scouting department and all of that stuff. And like you said, he's incredibly young. So he's got this progressive mindset. Um, I don't know how sharp the guy is. I don't know much about him at all, really. You would I don't imagine he'd be somebody pretty that they can you'd imagine he'd be pretty sharp. With the keys yeah. to the organization. You'd,
0: you'd imagine the guy would be pretty sharp uh, holding the positions he did with the Astros and before that he was a scout yeah. he was a scout with the Cardinals. So so, exactly. so, he, so he probably yeah, he, he's pre-
2: sort of been in some different roles and he's been in well, so there you go, he was with the Cardinals before that, another great organization. And he goes to Houston, helps them, you know, build from the ground up, really. So they, the Orioles have an incredibly difficult um, task in front of them, because, largely because of the division that they're in, because you know the Red Sox are going to be there every year. You know the Yankees are essentially set for a decade. Um, so he's got, man, he's got a tough, tough job to try to get this team back to respectability. Uh, but it seems like he's he's the exact kind of guy that I hoped they would bring in.
0: I mean, you said it well in your text, Josh. You said now all they have to do is find Jose Altuve and George Springer and Alex Bregman and, 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 and all of I'm these players. An analytics department from scratch. Right, all of these players that don't grow on trees. But but the point is, even if he doesn't find those guys, at least he knows what it takes. At least he knows what the process looks like of, bu- of, of building a team totally from scratch.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and I think what we said again is that he was a scout. That is hugely important to me. And that he was, you know, somebody who um, analyzed talent and was in charge of, you know, helping a, an organ, a very successful organization, make draft picks. So that's really meaningful to me because the Orioles just traditionally have not been great at drafting. They just haven't, particularly among pitching. Uh, and you would even, you could even say that. Look at some of the stars that they've had that have come up over the last several years that they've had success like Manny Manny was a was a slam dunk Like he wasn't going to not be a star you know they didn't I don't think they did anything to make him a star
1: is he gonna Um, go to the Yankees
2: Jonathan Scope I think was uh they sort of found him but again like I don't know that they've made him into a, a star player what were you gonna say Kyle
1: is Manny going to the Yankees Ooh, I heard that's some sort of reporting. What it like right? Yeah, I've heard some reporting on that. He
0: wouldn't be. He'd be going there to play third base. Yeah. So, because he, they're not. They're not. Which, they're not taking gr- Gregorius yeah, off a of shortstop. Exactly. So. So
1: what if they get Manny Machado and Bryce Harper? <laughs> hey, to, go, to go. To go. To go. To go with Stanton and Judge. How much? No, money? they're going to ah. get rid of Stanton. Uh, oh, oh, they're getting uh, rid of Stanton. That, that's that's <laughs> what all the that's what the New York Daily News had. Oh, really? That this they is, would get rid of Stanton and get Bryce Harper. How are they moving that contract? I have No <laughs> idea. I, it's just wouldn't that be something if the two sort of flagship oh players from this area ended up in New York and and to have a player of that stature in Baltimore end up in on the Yankees wouldn't that just break your I, heart Josh
2: yeah Mike Messina was the last guy to make that switch and I wasn't a fan I mean he was a great pitcher but I thought he was a jerk um, <laughs> before he left the Orioles anyway because I'd heard enough about his personality so um that, yeah that would be tough to that would be tough to to swallow what in terms of these other free in terms of Bryce Harper what do you think what do you guys think about his um ability to get the contract that he wants
1: I think somebody will give it to him uh I think New York and then the other the other big rumor of course is Philadelphia which would be a big deal to Nats fans because you're going in division and you would you would uh you would boo him, yeah. right? You would boo him. It's like if Manny went to New York Absolutely. and came back to Camden, people would boo Manny Machado. Uh, I don't know. He wants four hundred million dollars. I, I don't see him getting that. I, I, I just don't. The Nats, Ooh, you don't.
2: okay, you don't. All right.
1: The Nats offered him three hundred. He said no to that. I if he can get three fifty, I think he'll be happy.
2: We had this discussion late last night. I think Greg was recording another podcast, and was on my way out the door and was talking to. Um, John Cannon and Joe Ferraro in the sports department. We know we know, the, we know we know
0: who that we know who the hardest working uh, person is. We know who the hardest working person is in the FNP sports department. So, yes,
2: yes, I, yeah, I was walking out the door and Greg was still recording a podcast. <laughs> so we know the answer. Yes, um, yeah, Bill. Cole. But uh, I was thinking that I, I think he's going to get four hundred million. I just think. Oh wow. The, the, the total package that he provides and and his age. Um, will convince someone. I don't know who it'll be, but I think someone will pull the trigger on that contract. And I think it's, I think what puts him over the top are not his statistics and the projections and the MVP that he has. I think it's because he puts asses in seats. And, and if he can stay healthy, he can play even if he plays 125 games a year. That organization, whoever it is, will reap the benefits of having him in the lineup because he is such a draw whether you hate him or love him. I think he's just going to make an organization many a lot of money, much more money than that. Um, so I think it'll it'll happen. I think he's going to
0: get four hundred million. I mean, a, a lot of this argument is the old glass half empty or glass full argument. I mean, you're you're looking at it as to what Harper can provide a franchise, <laughs> and, and and nothing that you say is wrong about that. I mean, er, everything you just said is true. I look at it as what has Harper been so far, and outside of one yeah. or two really good seasons, he's been an average outfielder. Yeah, and, I can see and, that. And, happening. And, and he's been hurt a lot, so. So you look at it like what yeah, yeah, yeah. you look at it like what injuries, can what, what injuries, yeah. You look at it, what can this guy give you? I look at it, what has this guy been? And he hasn't been a four hundred million dollar player so far.
2: <laughs> no, well, I don't know. You if you look at what Scott Boris is presenting to all of these organizations, it's that he's using analytics man, and the analytics say that he is he has produced numbers that are among the greatest uh, for for in, for his in
1: age,
0: his
2: yes. history. Yes. For that Age of a player.
1: Yeah, he's also saying that he's willing to play first base now. Did you see that?
2: I did, he, and I think you know we saw that last year. I don't know if he ended up playing at all. I think maybe there was one or two games where he actually came in and played late in games. There, or something there's
0: like no out, there's no outfield walls to run into when, when, when you're playing uh, <laughs> uh, uh, first base.
2: Well, he, he yeah, I mean it's, it's safer for him to play a corner, you know, that corner infield position for sure because he is a little reckless out
0: there. All right. Here's the other thing too that's at work, like, and the other thing that Boris is going to have to worry about, like, if Machado signs first, and Machado signs for 310, three three twenty, somewhere in the yeah. neighborhood, much closer to three hundred, our team's going to look at that and say, is is Bryce Harper that much better than Manny Machado? Is there, is there a hundred million dollar gap between Bryce Harper and and, and Manny Machado? Uh,
2: again, again, I'm going to say Manny is not the Sort of the the character that Harper is. He's you know he's thought, obviously he did some things in the playoffs that hurt his reputation a little bit and sort of his he's uh, a mercur- mercurial, I guess is the word you would use.
0: Um, I use that. I use that. I use that word it. talking about Le'Veon Bell. So that, that's the second merc- mercurial refer- reference of this podcast. Oh
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that word fits both of them. So I think I think it's. Uh, you don't have that with Harper. I think he's, you know, he's an incredibly passionate guy. The one thing, okay, here's the one thing that I don't think Harper has uh, that could hurt him in negotiations. I don't think he is a quote-unquote leader. Do you guys, would you oh, agree with that? Do you think I would he's not. a guy that...
1: I think he's a leader. I think in that clubhouse between him and Max Scherzer, they had two alpha males.
2: I just don't see him as that guy that is going to eventually carry, can be the clubhouse, you know, the voice of an entire clubhouse and carry an organization to, you know, a championship. I don't see him as, like, Jose Altuve, um, Mookie Betts. I don't see him as that type of, of leader. I'm not saying he's a. I'm not saying he's not a leader at all. I just don't think he's that type of leader.
0: Well, I mean, a former teammate tried to choke him out in the dugout. So, um. yeah, a, a <laughs> right. loon, a crazy
1: person <laughs> tried to choke him out.
0: That yeah, guy. Well, what
2: was that guy's name? Was that uh, Papelbon? No, no, no,
0: right. Yeah. That was Jonathan Papelbon. So. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Macho Man won't, Papelbon. Won't, yeah. Right, so here's our leader of the clubhouse getting choked out by a by a by he our was like by 19 our closing when that so. happened though. he <laughs> was
1: that was that was a growing pain. I think he he's looking or he could look at wherever he goes next as a new start, and he could kind of emerge as that leader in the clubhouse. The only question that I would have is is he a winner, and if he's worth all this money, why haven't the nationals made it out of the first round? Wouldn't he put the team on his yeah. back?
0: Good question, yeah, so. I mean, he he's he's done his part. I, I I think. I mean, he's been one of the best players on the team. But um, but yeah. I mean, he's he's not to your point, Colin. He's not a guaranteed World Series playoff no. type of guy. So
2: no. I need to make a correction here because Greg's brother would probably point this out. And that is that. That choking incident did not happen when he was 19 years old. It happened two years ago. So it really wasn't two all that. Two years wasn't like ago? A teenager.
0: Yeah, two years ago.
1: Well, he was 19 two years ago. Yeah. So.
2: <laughs> Almost maybe. Right. I think
1: he was so. like 22, 23.
0: All right. Before Colin has to go, I want to. I want to uh, get into this Draymond Green, Kevin Durant situation with you guys. Like <laughs> He's what, out. Kevin like, Durant's yeah. out. I mean, it's, it's starting to look that way. So. Um, I mean, the, the situation blows up where where Draymond basically takes an end of game situation over. He turns the ball over. <laughs> Kevin Durant says, "Hey, man, what was that?" And then they have to be, basically be separated on the bench.
1: Um, I mean, Kevin and, and, Durant, if you read his lips, he says he says this is why I'm out. D- did he say that? He yeah, I think that. every yeah.
2: everybody's talking about that.
1: Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: now Draymond got suspended by the Warriors for a game for conduct for conduct. Uh. Unbecoming of the team. It just how, how how does this end? Do you do you guys think? Do the Warriors oh, trade? Oh,
2: are we gonna? Oh, is this is this our? Are the Warriors going to win a championship? <laughs> this, yes, we, we, the championship?
0: Yes, we 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 already teased our we already teased at the top of the yeah, podcast before finals before, before you got on. <laughs> it's, it's speaking of that, Collins. Boston Celtics are wobbling right now. I I, I know it's only December. I know it's only, it's only des- no. It's November. It's not even uh, Thanksgiving, right? And, and the Celtics are
1: kind of a five hundred team right now. I'm going Bucks Lakers in the finals this week. So yeah. Tune in next week to see where we are. I think that, I think <laughs> Kevin Durant Raptors Pelicans. <laughs> no, but what will the, the question is, what will this do? To the Warriors ultimately, if anything, uh, It won't do anything this year. I think they'll still win this year, but he's not coming back. Kevin Durant Clearly. is one of the most sensitive people in the league. And where's he going to go? Where is he going to uh, go? He wants to go to New York. That's what they're saying. the the thing The
0: thing thing I Kevin Kevin Durant is basically bored with winning champ. He's already become bored with winning
1: championships. Like he's getting to Ben Roethlisberger level in my mind.
2: Yeah. Uh oh. Well, the most hated man. The most.
1: Yes, the most hated man in sports, Ben Roethlisberger. One B is Kevin Durant at this point, and and I I'm okay with Dre. I mean, I understand Draymond Green acted just a little bit childish. It seems. But at the as, same as, as, he, as he tends to do from time to time. As he to tends time. to do. But I can, I mean, I fall in line with Draymond Green. I don't care. He can go cuss everybody out. I'm fine with that. The, the, the idea is that Kevin Durant wants to be the
0: man on, on a championship team, which will never truly be in Golden State. He said, always we won
1: without you. We can win again. That's what Draymond said. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it was, quite, it was quite a discussion they were having on the bench there. So, but But the idea is Durant wants to be the man on a championship team. If he goes to New York and attracts a free agent or two, uh,
1: I mean, and and resurrects and and,
0: and, and resurrects maybe Carmelo Anthony, who the Rockets are going to get rid of,
1: (laughs) Darko Milicic, and
0: and, and he resurrects the Knicks. Like everyone will bow down to Kevin Durant for resurrecting the Knicks and and making them a a championship level team. So he will.
2: Yeah, that would happen, and and it is the East. So you know the conference is not uh stacked like the west so he but, shift the shift the balance of power
0: but him. even that is shifting like the east is becoming i mean the top teams in the NBA there's more better team there's better teams in the east right now than there are in the west
1: yeah Toronto Milwaukee Boston like who who's the, the second it, 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 who's who's the second best <laughs> team, who's
0: the second best team in the west right now Denver Utah i mean Portland the Denver's
1: played really well
0: uh, the, the Lakers i mean who, uh who's the second best team in the in the in the uh, West, guys.
2: Guys, I'm tired. Why are we talking about the regular season here? Let's get to it. Come on. Let's I know.
1: Well, I'm going <laughs> Milwaukee, <laughs> Los Angeles. That's that's my that's my I new prediction. it season what, is
0: so long. And, like, and, we and, can't and, I mean,
2: we can't make statements about like what what's going on right now. Really. With
1: and, the, and, or, and, or, and meanwhile, the Raptors have, the, the Raptors have lost one game. Well, the Thunder have yeah. won seven in a row. Right, they started out 0 and 4. they but I'm but I'm now. saying
0: in the East now, and and we have we haven't even touched on the Jimmy Butler trade yet. I know 76ers are
1: coming, They're but you have the Sixers. Okay, so, new yeah. prediction: 76ers and the Spurs. How many different wait, predictions can I, Colin make I, I on the same podcast?
2: The, wait, wait, wait! I think I picked the Sixers. Ah, but At that doesn't point. count
1: because they didn't have Jimmy Butler when you picked them. And
2: one no, these, that, that one does of these, count. Extra most credit weeks. I
0: pick the Sixers. Well that's what I'm saying. Like, is the East the better conference? You have the Raptors, you have the no. Sixers, you have the Celtics, you have no. the Bucks. Who's in no. the West? LeBron the James. Yeah.
1: Stephon Curry, Kevin Durant. All on the same Stephon.
0: team. <laughs> uh, you've named two what yeah, you've named two. They, cousins, even Anthony Stephon Davis.
1: Cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Yao Ming.
0: Yeah. No, I'm I'm serious. Like who is who who's who's in the West that's better than if you named the top five teams in the league, how many teams in the West would would you name the top ten? I think 10? Denver
1: is there. I think Golden State's there. Okay, two. Uh,
0: I think Utah's there. Better, better than what you see in the East. You would take Utah over Boston, Milwaukee, Toronto.
1: No, you said. To- I mean, Boston's now, there.
0: I'm saying in the top five, in the top ten teams in the league, how many are
1: in the East? You said I, I don't know. You said the top five initially. Okay, top five teams. In the, how many are in the East? One or two.
0: Golden State. I said, "How many
1: are in the East?" I said, "One or two. <laughs> right now, you're listing off West Coast co- West but, Coast oh, so, teams. So,
0: so, so I'm saying you said one or two. So, so name name the so name three teams in the West that are Utah, that are, Denver, Golden U- State. Utah is better than anything in the East. Yes, you think you really think that?
1: Did I? Did I? What, Josh, did, did did it appear like I didn't did say I that? Stutter, did, to
0: quote <laughs> To quote Barry Bonds,
2: did I stutter?
1: We're on this podcast to make proclamations. I'm making a That's proclamation. Right. By the way, my new NBA Finals prediction is Cavs Bulls. <laughs> Cavs Bulls. <laughs> that, 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 that would be the that would be the toilet bowl the, uh,
0: NBA Finals. All right, so. I gotta get out. Of here.
1: That is possible. Yeah, I mean they're gonna do realignment. Okay. Just another
2: in-season in realignment.
1: Yeah, north uh, and south. I just have to point out, just another sports podcast. Before
0: Colin leaves, the, where the one constant is me. Yeah, <laughs> it is you have josh shows up late he's, at, he's not even here he can't even be bothered to come in uh, to to record this colin leaves early for whatever reason because he's like Le'Veon bell and,
1: and, and, and <laughs> that's and, it and, and he wants I to i love get, you josh i'm to, leaving he wants to get
0: paid without doing any work that's
1: right i'm holding out right
0: he's we're gonna franchise colin and hold his rights forever One so so yeah, colin says watch he's su- always got it. survivor series
2: He's always got better things to do than
0: talk to us. Right, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, now now we could really tee off on him now that he's not here. Who 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 knows what we we could say about him? So, um, uh, so what
2: else did you guys? What else did you guys get into before I came on the line? Uh, not
0: not really, not much. I mean, we we literally talked about Le'Veon Bell, and then um and then uh, okay. then we brought up the 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 GM situation with the Orioles with you. So. Uh, so really yep. nothing. And um, and I, I, saw, I saw this headline. Uh, a, a soccer ref has been banned for using uh, paper scissors rocks to decide the kickoff of a recent women's Super League match. <laughs> so, so, so the, the, English Football Association, the English Football Association has suspended a referee after using an impromptu game of paper scissors rocks to decide the kickoff of a recent women's Super League match. Realizing he left the coin in the dressing room, official David McNamara asked the two captains of Manchester City and Reading, Steph Houghton and Christy Pierce, respectively, to determine which side kicked off. Uh, he's
2: being resourceful. He's being resourceful,
0: right? So uh, this is the FA will tell you directly uh, uh, interferes with the laws of the game, which which specify that a coin must be used. So so this referee.
2: <laughs> I got a problem with it <laughs> Go ahead. this is an example of how sports have become way too important right. way too over officiated in this whole world because come on the guy was make you found a solution to a problem and it sounds like neither team had an issue with it maybe they did I don't know but they found a solution and they played the game and now this guy's suspended because of that come on like oh let's no not Josh. Take things so seriously there's these are games
0: I mean, the odds of winning paper scissors rocks are much different than the odds of winning a coin toss, so um, well, that's true, right, so but if, I mean, they,
2: if they agreed to it
0: and, and, yeah, and we're talking about the kickoff of a game. We're not talking about like who wins the game, paper scissors rocks. we're talking about the kickoff of a game, so
2: <laughs> so yeah. this was a this was a women's soccer league. is that what you said? yes uh, yes
0: yes, so I wonder how
2: many people attend those games
0: I don't even want to venture to guess, so. <laughs> So um, maybe in
2: Europe, they, they actually draw really well.
0: Right. Um, uh, going back to football, I mean, uh, you you had a funny text you sent to me, uh, on Sunday, you said the Redskins might be the worst six and three team ever. And and I, I, I I, I, I sort of agree with you, but I mean, we keep saying they're not going to win the division. The problem is no one in the division is really rising to the occasion. I mean, the Eagles and Cowboys are now both, uh, four and five or four and six, um so, and they're two games behind the redskins so so are, are the redskins going to be able to pull this off i mean are, are, are they going to hang on and do this thing
2: man i think you know i have to amend my my statement from the last couple of weeks i just keep saying that the uh the eagles are just going to they're going to win the division and boy they were uh lackluster in that primetime time game against the cowboys who seem to be be able to put it together a little bit, uh, at times. And, and honestly, it seems like the Cowboys could potentially be more of a threat to the Redskins chances of winning this division. But the more you think about it, the more you look at these teams, really there, the Redskins are probably going to run away with it. I mean, the way they, I don't, I haven't looked at their schedule probably should,
0: but they, they play the, the Texas. They, they, they play Houston at home this week, which is a game they could easily lose.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I picked. I think I picked Houston to uh, to win this game, um, but let's look at their schedule here and see what is on the horizon. Okay, they so after, after they play the Texans, they get uh, they get to travel to uh, Dallas on Thanksgiving. Tough, tough. That's gonna be tough. Um, then we start with the Eagles. They play the Eagles in prime time. Then they play the Giants. Then they play the Jags, and then the Titans. Uh, to, f- and then the Eagles to finish it out. So, I don't see where they would trip up here, really. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to win this game this week. But I think they can handle the Cowboys. I think they can handle. They'll be in each of those games against the Eagles. They could easily win them. The Jags have proven to be nothing special this year. Uh, the Titans are looking pretty tough, uh, actually, which is strange. But uh, well, I, I don't mean, know. I think yeah. they get to ten- You know, they're going to get the ten to a- ten or eleven wins.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Tennessee's weird because they looked horrible for about a month, and then they go out on the road and beat the Cowboys on Monday Night Football, and then they, they just wall up the Patriots, <laughs> who we both called the best team in the league um, uh, last exactly. week on, on on this podcast. So,
2: Greg, are the Patriots done? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yes, they are. Uh, the, 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 the Tom Tom Brady is finished. He'll 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 never he'll never win again. So, um,
2: I mean, it's just so crazy how this discussion. Starts every time they lose a game every time you get all these people that are just ready to jump on it like is, this, is it over is it over for brady could this be it are they gonna have to are they gonna have to play in the wild card round
0: <laughs> well and, and and that's what that's what our friends at the washington post do after every redskins uh loss basically the uh, jay J, J gruden's, yeah. gruden's on the hot seat so um the
2: thing that i get that gets me about all that is the Redskins are not – they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Like, they're not. They're going to make the playoffs. They'll probably get a home playoff game. But they're not going anywhere in the playoffs. And next year, even if they make the playoffs, they're not going anywhere in the playoffs unless they make, like, a complete, you know, uh, overhaul of their offensive playmakers. I just – I don't know. I just – I'm not sold on the Redskins as being uh, – you know favored to win really much of anything other than the, the division
0: and, and i stand by
2: the, my, weak, the weak division
0: and i don't know about you but i stand by my statement that the patriots are the best team in the league like look if, if you're going by if you're going to react every time everyone has a great game or a bad game you're you're, you're going to be all over the place i mean you're, yeah. going to, you're going to be up and down i mean that at the league, that's what the league is it, it's it's you, you can't it's unpredictable you, you can't call it so 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 you just have to you have to basically pick a side and 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 stay with it, uh, uh, more or less, and you'll either be right or, or you'll be wrong. So
2: look, there's still a long way to go.
0: Yeah, and and, and who's going to be there at the end? Probably the pa- I, I would I would guess that the Patriots will, will be will be playing football pretty late into in into January. So <laughs> it's probably a pretty now, safe yeah, bet.
2: See, really, the question will be: Will they be one of the top two seats? Will they be able to? Uh, you know. Have one of the top two records in in the conference well, by the end of it all. Yeah. Uh, when you have Kansas City and um, Pittsburgh, you know, vying for for that that number two seed as well. So or that number one or number two. seed. Yeah, now they're they're That's they're big
0: question. they're they're two games behind Kansas City now. But but they do have the head to head. So 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 they would win any win any tiebreaker. So and,
2: and they also get to play the Steelers, which will probably be incredibly significant when that happens. I think in a few
0: weeks. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, again, that just ties back into the Le'Veon Bell situation. Like, what are they? What are the Steelers missing without Le'Veon Bell? So, to me, that that hurts Le'Veon Bell's value, just because why give a guy thirty million dollars when you could pay a running back three million or whatever they're paying James Conner and get roughly the same, roughly the same. Yeah, I don't even think he's
2: getting that because he was what a second round pick. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, I think this shows a little bit about what their what their team is and and the system that they have, and that's not saying that. Just anybody can plug in there and catch eighty balls because James Conner's not going to have eighty receptions this no. year. Like, no, and, and James God Conner Bell.
0: is he, right. James Conner isn't as good as Le'Veon Bell, but 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 if you're getting good production, like why are you paying x amount more exactly. when when the production is uh, is similar? So um, agreed. Yep. Uh, any any uh, anything of interest you saw or read in the last week?
2: Yes, I I've been waiting for this segment because I. I have to mention what I what I talked to you about and what I showed you at work the other night. Uh, Saturday night, I was working. I finished work right around midnight, like I always do. There was the college football stuff that was on. I don't think it was really any good. And I just realized that, oh, there was a UFC fight night on. So I flipped over to the FS1 right around midnight, and I watched the fight night, which was the 25th anniversary of UFC 1. So that was pretty cool in and of itself. And... The co-main event was like a fighter I've watched for years. His name's Donald Cowboy Cerrone. He's a fun guy. He's a, he's a, he fights constantly. He, you know, he's a personality. He's a, he's a, you know, a kickboxer and uh, just a fun guy to watch. And he won a pretty entertaining fight in the first round, which was nice to see, and it was in his hometown. He's from Colorado. He's from Denver, at that area, and that's where the event was. And that led into the main event, which was between two guys who well, I don't think I had ever seen fight. I think I've seen the Korean zombie, this guy named Chan Sung Young. I've seen him fight like maybe once. He's been around a long time. And then he was fighting this guy I'd never seen before named Yair Rodriguez. And so I settled in for this main event, and it delivered just fireworks from the beginning to the end. And what happened at the end of that fight was left me slack Like I could not believe what I saw. Jair Rodriguez, who was losing, most likely losing on the judges' cards, in a five-round non-title fight, needed to deliver a knockout to win, and these guys were just just pulverizing each other back and forth, but, throwing but, crazy but
0: shots. But you said they were like you said they were like high-fiving each other after like a a, a, a big exchange yeah. or something like that, which added to the yeah, so whole okay, bizarreness so you'll of see the that fight.
2: Happening in, in MMA, which I love. Is you'll see these guys that will really go at, after each other and, and have, like, an incredible exchange. And they know that it's, like, they know it was good. And so, like, hey, they, these guys a couple on a couple of occasions took a couple of – it took a second or two to, like, st- step back and, like, raise their hands and just get the crowd pumped up. And then they, like, slapped hands with each other in the middle of the fight. I mean, it was just fantastic. And then they would go right back at it trying to knock each other out. So, anyway, this guy, Yari, Rod- Yari Rodriguez, pulls off the most stunning knockout I have ever witnessed and the years that I've, the 12 or 13 years that I've been a fan of that sport. And, uh, you'd have to see it to believe it quite honestly. That's why I had to show it to you. I'm not Uh, sure.
0: I'm not sure I even believe it after seeing it. So,
2: yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't think that he actually tried to, tried to throw this elbow, but what happened was the Korean zombie came after him threw a, you know, threw a punch. Um, Rodriguez ducked under it. And as he ducked under it, he then simultaneously threw a blind elbow Straight up, like a like a like almost like a uh, a six to twelve elbow, and he caught Chan Sung young in the jaw at the buzzer, at the final horn, and knocked him out with one second to go. Essentially, he hit him, and then the buzzer went off.
0: I mean, so he... it was like stunning you you, you've sold me on it i i I think you probably did mean to do it but it's just just so crazy and it happened so fast that it it, it, that it's it's hard to believe that he meant to do it so
2: yeah so i have to say that was what i what i saw and uh i was probably the best television sports viewing decision i've made in years to switch off of whatever college football was on and and to, to watch the end of that ufc fight night
0: yeah, and um, for me, I just wanted to mention that I had a cool opportunity uh, in, in the last week. I actually got to autograph a baseball, folks. Um, believe it or not, so, so someone actually asked me to sign five. To ask to someone asked yeah. me to sign five baseballs. No, I, I had a real cool opportunity. There's a at the Library of Congress. There's a there's a great exhibit called Baseball Americana where they have a lot of cool uh, artifacts and, uh, and, and uh, just mementos from the, that they've collected from the game of baseball over the years. And they, they dive into the yeah. history of the game. It's, re, it's really a worthwhile exhibit for any v- baseball fan to see. But, but uh, as part of this uh, Baseball Americana exhibit they're putting on, they, had, uh, or they asked some sports writers to come and talk about what it's like to cover baseball. And I was, I was lucky enough to be asked to, to, to come down and take part in this panel and uh chelsea james the great uh terrific beat writer for the washington post on the nationals was there and 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 john mioli who covers the the orioles for the sun was there too and uh and we just had a great time Uh, there was there was a decent audience on hand in 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 this conference room and um and uh, we we answered questions about what we do for a living how we do it uh, how how our jobs have changed over the years what what it's like covering baseball now compared to what it might have used to have been like and then the audience right. asked us questions. It was, it was just a really cool opportunity. We had, we had a fun little discussion and then we got the to tour of uh, this exhibit, but as part of this sort of event, they asked uh, John, Chelsea, and I to sign these baseballs, <laughs> and, and and I t- I took a picture of it because I've never been asked to sign an autograph before. I'll probably never be asked again to sign an. You autograph. You never will be again. Right. So so I had to take a picture and and, and post it on my uh, on my on my Instagram account. Just as proof. I
2: can ask what your level of nervousness is, is in those situations where you're on a panel somewhere and you're. You know, asked
0: to speak to an audience like that. Uh, it's it, it, it's it's much less than it used to be, just because I'm I've, I've been doing stuff like this, and and, and I, I've I've done I've done similar talks and events with schools and stuff like that. So 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 it's so yes, I I so I'm I'm not covering. Uh, teams that are as high profile as Chelsea and John are, but 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 I, I think people were very interested in knowing what it's like to cover a minor league team too. So I so I did not feel that out of place uh, uh, at this. Yeah, event, that's, so. that's
2: awesome. That's really neat that you got invited to do something like that because it's not often, like you said. You know, people we're from we're from a little paper, you know, right. a, a local newspaper, a hometown newspaper. So when we get chances to do cool stuff like that. Man, it's just thrilling. It's like when we get a chance to go you know cover the ravens or cover the redskins for whatever reason um it's just sort of like a cherry on top of uh you know what what already is a, a pretty neat job to be able to cover sports at any level but um stuff like that man you you know you, you won't forget that you were that you were asked to do that
0: you're right. right no 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 doubt about it i i was i was honored to take part in it it was it was a fun discussion and uh and I mean, part of the reason why they, part of the reason why they asked me is they didn't have to pay me anything to to come in. I mean, I I, I we live close to Washington, um, I and I I fit all the other requirements of covering a covering baseball for for a while, covering a minor league team, which which was a different perspective. So so I I I, I checked all the proverbial boxes, uh, so to speak. But but uh, but I was very honored and privileged that they asked me, and 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 had a good time doing that. So um outstanding yeah uh, before i let you go uh anything else that you wanted to bring up or anything else that caught your eye in the last week
2: no but we should probably mention that we um have four teams playing for state soccer championships coming up starting tomorrow weather permitting um and we have some huge football games going on so I wanted to definitely plug your podcast The Final Score because I know you delved into
0: Yeah, we had Adam um, Adam, Wein, Adam Weinstein, Adam Weinstein, uh, TJ Girls Soccer coach was on my podcast The Final Score, which you can find at the very same place on on fmppodcast.com. You could get it on our website, uh, Apple uh, iTunes, all, all all those places where you find where you find this podcast. You could also find The Final Score. We had uh, TJ Girls Soccer coach Adam Weinstein talking about his run to the championship game. Uh, we also had uh, Kyle McFadden, um, our, our our state football guru, uh, on to talk about the big Oakdale Damascus game. So, so it's it's, yeah, worth it's worthwhile. So
2: worthwhile, worthwhile listening. somebody right. Who's a local sports fan? Yeah,
0: exactly. So, all right. Well, now that we've given you a taste, a bigger taste of working from home. I mean, could we ever drag you back into the studio here, or is it, or is this the way it's oh, going to yeah. be uh, from now going yeah, forward? I'll- so.
2: Uh, I'll be in. I prefer to see your, you know, your pretty faces in
0: person. My, 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 sh- my, gl- my glistening, shining bald head. So you, 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 yes, you, 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 you would miss it if you weren't here uh, uh, to see it in person. So, all right, dude. Thanks for calling in. Right. I appreciate taking the time on thanks. on your day off. So, and uh, we will see all of you next week here on Just Another Sports Podcast.